This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. And welcome to episode 96 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee, a proud member of the EduMatch Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Nowakowski, and I'm a fifth grade teacher here in South Monterey County in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. And just as a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. No, they don't. And our coffee fact today, did you know that coffee consumption is linked to lower rates of depression in both men and women? The caffeine in coffee activates neurotransmitters in your brain, including serotonin and dopamine that can control your mood and help you feel good. I know it works for me. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> so we're super excited. Um, today our guest is Trey Gamage. And he will be talking to us about bridging gaps through social emotional learning. So I'm super excited to talk to you, Trey. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. Absolutely, absolutely. So I have a background in psychology when I went to Miami, Ohio, um, graduating in 2015. But when I finished, I realized that my, um, that my calling in my profession was not in business or psychology, but in education. I spent some time traveling abroad in Europe, and when I came back, I ended up in South Carolina at the Governor's School of Science and Math, a residential high school where I worked with um, or lived with 45 students, actually, on my floor of some of the highest academic pedigree. And after two years, I left the Governor's School and started the Gamage Consulting Group on my own and started working with more schools in rural Title I um, communities and districts that have uh, helped me to narrow down on that niche and understand you know, what's on the other side of the report card are really helping kids be the best version of themselves. So I'm still in Hartsville, but I do professional development with different schools and help them implement SEO programs. I also have a podcast, The Dash. Uh, we've got 134 episodes now. And um, I'm a member of city council here in Hartsville too. So I'm, I'm really committed to service and I just love being around people. That's great. I love that your focus is on having kids be the best version of themselves, um, which is really so much about the social emotional learning that, you know, is that we're focusing on in schools these days. Um, so you do have a, a book out, yay. Yeah. And uh, you also, um, in part of your uh, work, you talk about um, five-step process uh, for schools to streamline the multiple behavior system into one school-wide system, which sounds fantastic. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? For sure. So, you know, in my work, it's been about five years now, and just going into different schools and looking at their behavior system, there's so many different moving parts. You have your referral process, you've got a classroom management process, you've got your tiers of intervention, 
all your suspension and, and discipline measures or your restorative practices that you've got. And a lot of times administration can't keep up with the paperwork because of the documentation system as well. And, and you spend more time babysitting and going through documents and just doing that research. You know, I was tasked to come up with a solution, you know, as a consultant, that's our job. And I came across CASEL, the Collaborative Academic for Social and Emotional Learning, which is actually the oldest nonprofit that started SEL research back in 1990. And they have a framework, it's a three-step framework that I just kind of expanded a little bit um, to help schools walk through with, that takes you through the steps of implementation of that SEL process. And so it starts with uh, first establishing that SEL foundation. A lot of schools already have a behavior team um, and just expanding that to make sure that it covers your entire school community. So not just your students and your educators, but your community partners, the businesses, your parents, making sure you're on one accord and, and starting to um, come to a place of awareness with your social and emotional learning program. So from there, we go to step two, that's organizing your SEL program, figuring out what systems you already have in place, because most schools already have these systems, they're just not organized in a systematic way, if that makes sense. So organizing, step three is finding what curriculum you want to implement. There's over 120 different SEL frameworks and probably a similar amount of curriculums, if not more, you can choose from. But we find the one that works best with your school, with your community, um, what's most important to you. After we find your program, it's time to bring that awareness to your students, start implementing that curriculum with your students. And a piece that people forget about is adult SEL. Teachers need this training as well. And then step five is the big launch, announcing your program and continuously improving your processes. That's fantastic. It sounds like you really streamline it and tailor it to each school's needs, um, which is what we need. Sometimes we have some of these overarching ones uh, that everybody just tries to do. So I like that you're focusing it in on, you know, that the specific needs of the schools. So PBIS is huge, <laughs> especially out here in California. Um, and I know it's across the nation. Um, so how does this differ from um, just a straight PBIS or can they coexist in a school? Yeah, so I, I mean, I think it's, it's up to you. You know, there's just two different frameworks or models that you're looking to implement. And one is focused on teaching you positive behavior, PBIS, positive behavior intervention system. So I want to facilitate positive interventions and help my students to understand what positive behavior that I'm wanting to see in class. Whereas the SEO program, the curriculum and the implementation is more focused on building life skills, about building relationship skills, critical decision-making, social awareness, social management, more of your emotional intelligence type things. Rather than observable behavior, we're looking at skills that you can use inside and outside of the classroom. That's fantastic. That reminds me, um, there's a book, you're probably familiar with it, Lost at School, mm. um, where it, you know, it, helps, it helps you to focus in on what skills the students are missing, and that's kind of why their behavior is the way it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really like that, that sort of focus as well. So you've been doing this, you said, for uh, approximately five years, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what sorts of impact have you seen from your work? What are schools saying? Like, what is the impact that you've seen? Yeah. So I think, you know, one of the difficult things about SEL, psychology, communication, emotional intelligence, it's, it's still a little bit hard to find um, quantitative or qualitative ways that you can show proof of growth. But some of the things you can look at is, 
is discipline. You can look at attendance, referrals, different rates like that. But I, I kind of like to go to, um, and even being really specific, there's a program I work with called the STEM Scholars. It's an outreach program at that residential high school I mentioned. And so for the last two years, I've actually done just three sessions a semester with these students. And it's been focused on leadership and SEL. So the first three sessions that we had, students wouldn't talk. You know, they stayed in their silos. You know, they might've came with two or three kids in their, from their school, so that's who they spoke to. Um, and as we've gone, now we're in the uh, fourth semester, I guess, of this program. And we actually adopted my new book, Every Decision Counts, Eight Lessons I Wish They Taught Me in School. And we're going through that. And it's so amazing the awareness that I see in these kids. They're reflecting on situations. Today, for example, we talked about surrounding yourself with only quality people. And the students wrote a list of the top five people that they were closest to. And then we went through um, an understanding of what a crab in a barrel mentality was, where the people around you pull you down versus a shark mindset, where you're always moving forward and talked about surrounding yourself with those people, but the students were challenged to think about an experience where they surrounded themselves with the wrong crowd, or they had an experience that uh, put them in a negative situation and how they could come back from that. So a lot of things that I see is a, a tremendous growth in confidence in their communication skills, verbally and non-verbally. Um, I, I, I'm not working with those students at their school, but um, when we talked about PBIS, SEL, um, MTSS and RTI, they didn't know what it was. So I guess that means they don't get in much trouble. Uh, <laughs> so they, they, I, I've seen a lot of growth in them. And um, another example, there's a charter school I work with or partner with, um, the PD Math Science and Technology Academy. And uh, this past year, we implemented an SEL program school-wide and actually started a Wednesday morning assembly that was student-led. So I had 13 leaders and they broke out into um, grade level groups. So there's a K-1, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten were groups, and these students were leading those SEL breakout sessions for about 30 minutes, lesson planning, breakouts. And at this point in the semester, one year in, I've got one student who's actually started his own mini beta club for um, kids in K through three because they didn't have a chance for um, academic growth so early. So he started his own club. I've got other students who are, I got about six or seven that are gearing up for an early college program at the school and, and they're ready on track to graduate with a, an associate's degree. They're asking for more classes to take. They're, they're wanting to really accelerate their, their learning process. And, and these are students that um, in South Carolina come from what we call the corridor of shame. It's a 200 mile stretch of land where 88% of people in the district are impoverished. And as you know, that's how schools are funded. So these are kids that um, are, quote, underrepresented and, and need opportunities to grow. And once we give them those opportunities, they start to flourish. That's amazing. That sounds fantastic. I'm already inspired. <laughs> that's great. Um, so Nancy was saying that she, uh, at her school, they're just starting with uh, the PBIS uh, program. And they're not seeing a whole lot of success right now. So in your opinion, how important is student buy-in and how do you get it for a program like this? Yeah, there's a lot of back-end logistics that go into it before you're able to launch that program. So you really do have to get with your behavior team and make sure that that behavior team is inclusive of everybody in your school community. So there should be a parent or a couple of parents involved in the process. There should be different levels of administration 
classroom teachers, behavior support, um, and even some students that are involved in that to, to really get that buy-in. Um, but I think the rollout has to be exciting. There's a um, empowerment zone up in South Bend, Indiana, where I'm from, and, and um, they just did a complete relaunch in the semester to uh, one of the middle schools in this empowerment zone where they stripped all the bulletin boards and, and really wanted to celebrate and enhance the student voices. So they put up these signs that greeted the students with energy, with love, <clears throat> and the students took to it. They were excited to come back to school. They're excited to be involved in this program um, and get started. So I, I think the buy-in starts before you launch the program and then how you actually um, want to go into releasing it. So having a, a party for your PBI guests or really taking the time to break down the awareness of it. Like I mentioned, the kids that I talked to today, when I asked them about PBIS, they didn't know what it was. I know for a fact those schools have it, but they're not involved in it. So the first thing you have to do is make people aware of what we're talking about. I may know it as one thing. I may know SEL. You may know emotional intelligence. Somebody else knows PBIS. So first we have to speak the same language, set the expectation um, in classroom terms, and then it becomes much easier to roll out that process. Okay, thank you. So it sounds like you help to bring all of those components together with the schools that you work with. Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of like a guide. So I'm asset-based community development is a um, philosophy for community development where you use the talents, tools, resources, and skills that exist in a community to create consumers rather than, or excuse me, create producers rather than consumers. And so I take that same idea to facilitation. And when I'm going in, I don't, I don't want you to purchase anything new. I don't want you to, to do anything different. I just want to make sure that you're using these things to the best of their ability. You have the skills in the toolbox as a teacher. Your school has already adopted the resources. How do we put that together in a system that you can do repeatedly, even if the, the head of the program or the school isn't there? Yeah, that... I, I think that's you know, one of the pitfalls of education is that we get so many of these programs and, and we all want to incorporate them. Unfortunately, yeah, they're just kind of pieces. So yeah. um, I appreciate what you do. Um, do you have any other uh, words of wisdom or uh, things that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, you know, I, I, I just love to help. Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to always get in touch with Oh, you're fine. Go ahead and keep going. That was just our timer for us. Okay. Go ahead. The best way to get in contact with me and, you know, I like to share information on the Dash podcast. So every week we have a conversation. We feature educators who facilitate solutions for school communities. You can find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, or my website, TreyGammons.com. And while you're there, you can find my book, Every Decision Counts, Eight Lessons I Wish They Taught Me in School. It's an SEL workbook for middle and high school students. You can teach it as direct instruction or use it as an intervention, tier one or two. And, um, you know, I'm on social media as well, at Trey Gamage on all the platforms. Thank you. And all of that will be listed on um our, our uh, show notes for that. So for our listeners, you can get all of that information on, on the show notes. Absolutely. So thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you to our listeners for their kind attention. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. Tonight's or today's comment question is, what are some ideas that Trey talked about that you can use in your school or classroom?
And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. If you like the show, and of course you do, that's why you listen, uh, please help others find us by rating us and leaving a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things that they are doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill, or if you'd like to be a guest, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks, and we'll talk next time.